is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Ian? Dave. Welcome back to the Blanket Fort, buddy. Thank you. It has been a while since we've been here, it's, it's, and I am quite excited. It is, uh, it's been one hot minute. Yes, Ian. it has. It has. So, first of all, I'm Dave. Uh, and I am Ian. Hi, Internet. Hello. Uh, we are the Team Clearcoat Podcast. Yes, we are. We uh, are still an automotive podcast? I think so. I think okay. nobody has told us that we have to stop calling ourselves that yet. What do we specialize, Ian, on the Team Clearcoat Podcast? Uh, we specialize in not being experts in anything. Right. Uh, we are two idiots who talk about cars primarily and then use that to jump off and talk about other things. Yep, definitely. Yeah. All right. Ian? Yes. Uh, so I, I've been traveling, right? I have as well. Right. Uh, it, and so I, first of all, I, I went to Kansas city where I'm from, uh, my mother, my dear mother retired and had Con- a retirement celebration. Con- congratulations yes. to her. It was fantastic. Uh, lots of Barry Manilow themed decorations <laughs> because she loves Barry Manilow and her fellow teachers know that. Yeah. Sounds like a real barn burner. Uh, it was, it was really sweet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Ian, just because you do not have space in your heart for other people's emotions. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Yeah, my, my mother is 70. How can you dismiss her and her affinity for Barry Manilow? I'm not. I'm just saying that doesn't sound like a party that I would necessarily want to attend. Right. I don't wish anyone else not to attend it. Hmm. I'm just glad that I didn't have to. <laughs> Ian, can't you, can't you just enjoy my, li- my little old mom at, at a Barry Manilow party? Absolutely. <laughs> From afar. <laughs> well, so then after that, I had to go to Orlando. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. Do we have any listeners in Orlando? I I don't know. I think they've all overdosed on, on, bath, on salts. bath salts and or are in jail for trying to eat someone's salts <laughs> or face, face while on face bath salts. salts. <laughs> Try to get the face salts. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the good part. They store the bath salts in the nose. <laughs> They're in the sinus cavity. You have to get to them with your teeth. So, so we, that's my impression of someone on bath salts. I don't know what that was. We, we came to call Orlando or Blando. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank my coworker Dave for that hot, hot take. Uh, but Ian, I want, I, I brought you back a present. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I got it in Orlando. All right. And it made me think of you and Orlando. Ian, I, yes. pr- I present to you. I hope you're excited. I am. How excited are you? But I'm bloody excited. All right. Well, <laughs> Ian, I brought you back <laughs> <laughs> bourbon flavored marshmallows that are made in in Orlando. I'll just use this. I'll use your there you go. Yeah, bourbon flavored marshmallows. Uh, am I? Am I? meant to eat this right now i have no idea well let me uh let me let me just pop on in uh, uh and try this out all right okay and that's two yeah um 
Let's see here. Uh, how do I get into this? Oh, oh I see. boy. I see. Yeah, this I is see. riveting podcasting. <laughs> Ian, op- Ian opening bourbon flavored marshmallows. I'm going to use my D- Volkswagen key. Oh, oh, oh that's not going to have any dire consequences <laughs> <laughs> out in front of my house. Later. You know, I, I forgot to ask you while you're opening that package. I forgot to ask you if you were going to want me to go to your house and start your cars while you were gone or try to start your cars. Well, while you were yeah, gone. there's that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, no, I think it was fine. I mean, uh, you know, there's two weeks. That's not that. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Um, I, I I have one of these, Ian. I have a little oh, Boy well, Scout pocket knife. That would have been helpful about 10 seconds ago. Yeah. Uh, it, I actually recently had to throw one of those away because I, I left it in my pocket when I was going through TSA. Like some oh, guy. No. It, I, I like that you picked the one non-sharp thing in in the three-blade Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> Ian has to open a plastic bag and he goes for nail file. <laughs> nail file and flathead screwdriver combo. <laughs> mechanical genius. All right, thank you. Hey, we used a sharp implement on the podcast without injuring each other. Oh, wow, these are sticky. That was... Uh, that was your chance to, uh, yeah. That was your chance to stab something. Yeah. Yeah. You know how Are you, you going to try one of these too? Sure. You know how you always say there there was a light stabbing? Yeah. All right. So if, They're spongy. If they're like Orlando, they're going to smell like booze and be boring as hell. <laughs> this is us eating, trying to not eat into the mic. I mean... It tastes just like a marshmallow. Yeah, it doesn't. It tastes like a marshmallow. Do you even taste bourbon? No. The Orlando in a box, Ian. Yeah. And also, um, now you never need to go to that city because there you go. I've never been a big fan of marshmallows either. Okay. All right. It just seems like sugar, but with like a worse texture. You are the person that told me when we were talking about dessert in a restaurant a long time ago. When we were first starting to become friends, I don't really like dessert. Whiskey's my dessert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now you gave me something that is whiskey dessert, and I yeah. and I still don't like it. Yeah. Well, anyway, cheers. Thank you. Ian. What what what's wrong? All right, that's three. You, like, let's let's just get all the British out. Let's just, let's just get let's 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 lance this British boil. Let's just pop it, buddy. Do you want to talk about? Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess now that you mention it, I guess I will talk about my vacation. Okay. All right, Ian. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't. I'm not going to do Britishisms or anything. Uh, pip, pip, cheerio, motherfucker. <laughs> no, um, um, I, I'm not. I'm not going to uh, do Britishisms, but I do want to talk about my vacation because I had a lot of yeah, automotive-related so. things um, that happened during it. Yeah. Um, so let me just set the stage. So, okay. uh, right. we, uh, my wife and I dropped my, uh, son off in Minneapolis. We don't, we don't know anyone there, <laughs> but we, we just, we dropped him off and then we flew, uh, Iceland air has a thing where you can do a layover if you go to, if you're going to Europe. So you do a layover in Iceland for up to, I think like seven days you can okay. up to, right. and then you can continue on your journey. So we did four and a half days in Iceland. Okay. Five days, something like that. All right. Um, and then went to London and then we went to Scotland uh, for the last part of the trip. And then we came home, came home and we got, we just got home last night. Okay. Um, it was awesome. My wife is a really good trip planner, but I got to drive three different rental cars during this trip. Okay. The first one was in Iceland. 
Okay. And it was a Dacia Duster. Okay, let me pull up a picture of that. Yeah, you, it's you, on our Instagram account. While, while you yap about if you it. Wanna, if you want to look at that. Okay. Um, it was uh, a diesel. Okay. Which was unfortunate. Okay. Um, it was a stick shift. Um, and it was actually kind of a delightful little car. It was based, it's based on a, Re- a Renault chassis. Um, it's like a shared Renault Nissan thing. I'm not exactly sure which chassis it's on. Okay. I forgot. I okay. looked it up before, but it's a very like basic Dacia Duster. Dacia. I thought Dacia? it was Dacia. I'm sure you're right, but yeah, that's it right there. Okay. All right. Um, I wanted to see the front. Your Instagram like a, picture had the back. Yeah, it's a front. It was front wheel drive. Sure. It was a front wheel drive model. Looks um, like a tiny little Mitsubishi Montero. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like, uh, and there's some Xterra in there as well. I think. Okay. Um, and it's very utilitarian. It was. It was good for for Iceland. Um, I will say that everyone made it sound like the roads in Iceland were like you're going to be, you know, fucking exploring arctic uh you know potholes all over the place and oh like you were gonna need like like the icelandic truck like Mm -hmm. from yeah gear or something so i had reserved a four-wheel drive that was not a four-wheel drive model okay okay um although no it was selectable it was selectable four-wheel drive so i didn't i never once put it in four-wheel drive sure i could have done the entire journey i think in my car oh okay there really wasn't anything i don't think we were on a single dirt road uh, even though we went to uh, a pretty remote um, place called the Snifelsness Peninsula, what the Snifelsness? If you pull up a map of uh, of Iceland, I'll show you where it is. Okay, and you can see the name of it. It's crazy. It's like this long. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Iceland. Snifelsness. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, the r- driving in Iceland is amazing. Like the roads are all spectacular. They're all in really good shape. Okay. At least where we were. Um, and we weren't just in the, there's a thing called the golden circle, which is where all the tourist stuff is. Sure. Like the famous geyser and the, uh, a couple of famous waterfalls and like, uh, blue lagoon, the, the blue lagoon and okay. all that shit. That's all kind of in, uh, a, pretty easy drive from from Reykjavik. My, um, ma- my mouth tastes like burning now after that marshmallow. <laughs> Go on. Anyway. It, it's supposed to taste like Listerine, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, right. Anyway, so uh, the, the roads outside of there are, are really great, too. They're in really good shape. Apparently, the ones in the interior do get pretty um, um, like... Uh, Use your words, buddy. I don't even remember the word I was going to go for, but uh, what what distracted you? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think I, I was just looking at the duster and the, the stuff in the background. But Iceland is great because it every it looks like otherworldly. Like you'll be driving along and it'll be black lava lava field okay. with like this crazy color lichen all over the the rocks, and then you pop over a hill and you're in a snow field. Okay, and okay. then you go down another hill you go another over another crest and you're in a completely different weather system and it's like raining and and sure. a different geology altogether okay it's really crazy and everything you see just looks otherworldly and, and great and nice. beautiful okay um if you make a bjork <clears throat> joke there is everybody like god just no, no more bjork jokes <laughs> yeah exactly yeah okay yep. yeah uh but the duster itself was 
I was impressed with it for because it's very cheap car. I think it's like, I think it starts at like twelve thousand euros or something. Okay, so it's pretty cheap, um, and it feels it. It does feel it. It sure. feels pretty flimsy. Ma- manual or automatic transmission? Manual. All the cars I drove were manual. Okay, and this one you sat on the right or left? It's a left-hand drive. So it, uh, um, the UK is the only country in Europe that has right-hand drive. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and it it really wasn't um, it really wasn't bad driving there at all. Everybody is very polite and um, and accommodating. Like uh, they all do drive a little bit. The the speed limits are pretty low, but that's mostly due to conditions because the weather changes so quickly there. Okay. Uh, so you can get like really high winds out of nowhere. So they, they do kind of keep the speed limits pretty low, but enforcement outside of like that immediate area outside of Reykjavik is non-existent. Okay. Okay. Like there were, I did get passed quite a few times by, you know, Mercedes just like fucking blaring down the road. Okay. Um, and it, yeah, I think I saw one police car the entire time we were there. Okay. Four and a half days. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, the Dacia Duster, it's about what you expect. Okay. Uh, there's really no surprises. The diesel engine is fucking terrible. Um, it's just like you have, you have power for like this, this amount of revs. Okay. You you have power from like, 2300 to 2700 revs and then it's just okay it feels like that after outside of that where it does feel pretty eager and and happy it's it's like that uh terrible old volkswagen five cylinder um the the 2.5 if you ever drove one of the like the jettas with that where it just or what was the car that we had that we drove together that we uh had talked about oh no you had talked about it the 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 chrysler 200 or the sebring where like yeah. it just it sounds like you're just going like you're yeah pulling a, a an old drunk off a couch yeah yeah it's bad he's yeah. moving <laughs> he's not happy about it no no and not quickly by anyone's standard right so this and engine poop somewhere <laughs> right so this engine is like an old, your old drunk uncle is on the couch. Drunkle, yeah. Your drunkle is on uh-huh. the couch. Yeah. And you're like, hey, man, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's time to get up. Right. And he starts doing the, uh, he starts to get up. Gotcha. And then he thinks he sees that he has a full uh, bottle of bourbon right. in the other room. Or bourbon flavored marshmallows. Right. Yeah. And then for, so like for half a second, he has a little, Per, pit, uh, like a little pick me up and he's like oh okay and then okay. he realizes no it's just empty uh, right <laughs> that was the sound of him getting up off the couch and that was Ian's review of the Dacia <laughs> Duster Dacia <laughs> Duster yeah yeah so, uh, the transmission was pretty good uh, handling is fine for what it was sure sure it was it was fine okay all right Really I, I, want you, I want you to know I'm not texting. I'm actually making notes on my phone. Okay. Yeah. So I don't have that much to say about the Daisy Dust. Okay. Okay. There's really not much to say about it. Okay. <laughs> There's not much to it. However, the next stop, we flew to London um, after doing our, all the Iceland things, which okay. is awesome. Everything in Iceland is great. Uh, we flew to London um, and we 
met uh, my Turo renter uh-huh. uh, at the Heathrow Airport. Okay. Alex. Alex was a, a an older guy. And is this the guy that has a bunch of cars on? Yeah, Turo? he had a bunch of cars on Turo, like with the Rolls Royce and all that. Yep, and okay. then Figaro and yeah, uh, yeah. an MGB and yeah, uh, and a BMW. Yeah, and um, and he, he was just a very like London dude, you know, like okay, you know, listing off all the the neighborhoods in London and asking us like crazy directions of like where we were going to go and like well we don't know yet we're going to put it in the gps and figure it out sure sure and uh and whenever i go to europe and this is not a a, a judgment on alex which because he was he was great um but i'm always struck by um like there's a definite uh courtesy gap across the atlantic just in general uh, personal space proximity and like queuing and stuff like T- tell it, me how that manifests itself okay I'll give you an example so we yeah. have our, our bags right and we're Americans be all like yeah Americans be like <laughs> I'm gonna wait for everyone to exit the elevator before I start pushing myself in and Europeans do not do that really yeah no they don't give a fuck they're they're doing their thing and they don't do not care if you're inconveniencing anyone else at all Okay. Yeah. It's like, so we got, we were, the elevators at Heathrow to get to the parking structure are like really crazy. Like there's three of them that go to like only a couple floors and then two of them that go to all the floors. And then, okay. Yeah. I've I've been, and you know, flights get out and there's a whole bunch of people arriving all at once. So (laughs) Alex is like, there's a whole bunch of people waiting at this elevator and he just like busts his way on. And then Jenny and I are like, sorry, 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 sorry to everyone as we're okay. like trying to follow him. And then it was the wrong elevator and it was a whole thing. So that was, it was a bit of like a bumbling sure. uh, thing to get to the car. Right. And then it's sitting in the car park in Heathrow surrounded by modern cars. Right. And it just looks extra, extra tiny. Remember when we saw them next to Teslas? Yes. The Tesla Roadsters yes. at Cars and Coffee? And they looked tiny then. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, I I go right into like the same questions that I like asked my dad the first time I drove the Maserati. Sure. And what I asked Brian when, when I drove the RX-7. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to treat this like I'm doing a stint in a race car and I just, I want the list of the things I need to know that I need to manage. Okay. I need to know like what the care and feeding is going to be and all that sort of stuff. So I'm, I'm in that mode. Right. And Jenny is not, she's just standing there with the bags going like, how the fuck are we going to get the bags in this car? (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then she's listening to him. Give me the whole spiel about this car. Right. And I can tell she's already worried. Right. And then, yeah, so so he starts listing off all the things that are kind of like quirky with the car, and I sure. expected there to be well, it's a classic Mini Cooper, right? I yeah. expected there to be a whole list. There's probably a pigeon <clears throat> living inside of it, right? Yeah, there were some things <laughs> like he was like, these things are known for overheating, right? But the thing is that the temperature gauge is not going to get give you any indication whatsoever, so you're just going to have to watch for steam, okay? And then there's a you know a, a liter thing of water in the back, okay? 
and he showed me the toolkit. He's like, you'll probably need this. <laughs> and then um, he's one of us. And he was like, the gas gauge doesn't really work. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. He's one of us. Absolutely. He is. And then he was going through like all of the switch gear in the car and like which ones worked and which ones didn't. Uh, most of them didn't work. Um, and okay. then um, uh, we looked at, you know, you showed me the engine. He was explaining that this was a post um, like smog regulation okay. mini. So the engine is much different than previous generations. Sure. And this sure. is, um, so the, the, so then I get in it and did the most difficult thing that I did with the mini, which was leave that parking structure. Because first of all, I had to back up. Okay. And so I went like this. Right. Into, into the window. Looking at the door pillar yeah, right here. Right. Instead of the other way. And so backing up. That would be a hard habit to get out of. All, like, I every, mean. Every, I never. You know, yeah. Yeah. Deca decades of muscle memory. Yes. You know? Yeah. Every single time yeah. I did that. Oh, that just doesn't feel right. It's so weird. And so backing up. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I don't like this, Ian. Yeah. And no. you receive information differently when you're looking over the other shoulder tell, as well. Tell Britain to change it. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to do the podcast like this to try to get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Looking yeah. over your left shoulder while you're backing up, that was the hardest thing that I found. Yeah. I could see how you would just instantly switch back. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, but everything else you know, shifting, first of all, that was a four speed. So there's only so many ways to get it wrong. Right. Um, I d had no problem with that. Uh, being on the left side of the road. Yeah. Didn't bother me whatsoever. Okay. The things that were difficult were the muscle memory things like, mm -hmm. uh, re reversing, right. and, like looking over the wrong shoulder, checking my mirror. Yep. Kept checking the a pillar. Yep. And then there's yep. nothing there. Yeah. Um, right. That was that was one thing that was hard. And then I had, you know, it wasn't such a challenge with the mini because there's so much room for error. But uh, with the other, with the next car that I drove, I, I had a hard time with like lane positioning. Oh yeah, lane discipline. Yeah, yeah. equally spacing it. Yeah, yeah. because it, you're fighting against what you've always done. Yeah, and especially on the B roads where there's no markings, there's right. no center lane marking. Right. Um. It is. It's a little bit harder to 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 get yourself in the proper spot in the lane. Um, you know, not necessarily being on the right side of the, on the correct side of the road, but just in being in the lane is, I can is totally see that. I yeah. can totally see that. I would assume like a lot of times you would find yourself <clears throat> hanging a wheel into oncoming traffic almost. It was actually, yeah, uh, almost, but also uh, actually a lot of times it was the other way. You were way too far I over. I was way too far over. Okay, because you could see that edge of the road and know that you were at the edge. Right. Not realizing how much space you had towards the So you the end up using line. that gotcha. and trying to get really close to it. Um, right. Which is bad for things like, you know, people that want to walk along the road or cyclists right. or things right. like that. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I had to like kind of reteach myself. Sure your like visual cues. Yeah. But I did find that um, like doing the racing thing of, of reminding yourself to pick your eye, pick your vision up. Right. And, and look further down the road. Okay. I would just end up in the right spot. If oh, I did that. okay. Okay. Cause I wasn't thinking about it. Nice. Okay. You know? Um, so that really did help. Like, if I reminded myself to pick my vision up and look sure. further down the road, like not look at the car in front of me. Right, right. That made a huge difference and made things a lot easier. Okay. Shifting was not a 
problem. Yeah. I had no problem shifting. I think I had like, like I would, I'm not going to say that I'm as good with my left hand as I am with my right, but like, that's what a lot of us say. (laughs) But I would say like, I had like 80% of my dexterity. So like, I I couldn't do like fancy heel toe work and stuff. Sure. Cause I'm just not right. Fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it really wasn't bad. So I've been driving my Infinity for what, like five, six months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still reach to the center for the windows almost every day yep. that I go to the parking garage at work. Yep. Um, and I still like. I feel like I need to put the key in the center somehow. <laughs> and thankfully, there's a little there's a little <laughs> cubby that it like. I don't know if they made it to store the key or not, but uh-huh. it's like, it like it fits the key and like the keys that you put on your key fob. Right. Perfectly. Like you just put it right in there, and it doesn't really rattle around or anything. And it's like near the cup holders. So like I have the key, and I'm like. Yes, that's where I meant to put it. That's where I was going to put it. That's what I meant to do. And I, I still reach for the center for the windows. And then, yeah. you know, it, when I when I was driving the Saab, you know, uh, and or and someone would give me a car that had a key, you know, when I had to drive the Civic or something like that, I would still like, you know, go to yeah. the center with a key. You Muscle know? memory is a funny thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah th- I mean, that's why, like, you know like people that um, use firearms appropriately, like they, they build up that muscle memory, you know, like, you know, law enforcement and stuff like that, you know, like they have that like muscle memory for body positions. And a lot of times you're fighting something that, that you're fighting yourself into a position that doesn't necessarily feel natural from the get go. Right. Like, like a proper tennis swing Mm -hmm. doesn't really feel right, Mm -hmm. but it, it works. I mean, like, you know, or a baseball swing, you know, like they don't feel right when you start to do it, but then it makes sense. Right. And so like you, you you have to, so you have to fight that to build it up. Right. And then you have something that comes along and changes it. Yeah. You know, looking over your shoulder. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, it still feels weird. I yeah. Yeah, it, it just feels weird to even think about doing. It it that was the one thing that never did yeah, feel yeah. natural the whole time I was yeah. I was there. And the, like the one of the last pieces of driving I had to do was parallel parking in Edinburgh. Oh, wow. Um on a cobblestone street and that was that was stressful. Um and it was a kind of a tight spot and um, I got it in there, but like, it just doesn't feel good when you're doing it. Right. You're looking over the wrong shoulder. Right. But um, the, the coop, the mini Cooper itself, I need that in my life. Do you? I need it in my life. Like it's definitely not fast. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think I saw 80 miles an hour once. Okay. In it. Um, and it's loud and it's bumpy and um it's it's visceral and it doesn't creep in traffic well at all uh but it's so much fun okay uh, the things that i had to manage with it were that it does not do light inputs like you there are no half measures with that car you're either giving it a bootful okay. or you're not on the throttle so like when we would catch traffic and we would have to creep uh-huh. like going up to those traffic circles and he I asked Alex about it after I returned the car and he he was explaining that it's because of the way that the engine is mounted in there like it feels like when you're driving it it feels like 
that like driveline slack or or whatever like there's something that doesn't quite line up so it feels like it's going clunk and catching um you know like a a spindle or something that has like tons of play in it and it's like catching and then then going okay um but he said what it actually is is just the way that it's mounted and the engine mounts are just like super loose so like the whole engine and transmission are like basically clunking against the body okay and that's what you're feeling so it feels like you're on the verge of stalling gotcha and you end up like kind of riding the clutch a lot um to to try to mitigate that so okay. it's a, it's like a weird technique that you have to do and then it doesn't it kind of goes that goes against your like mechanical right. sympathy right thing of like you're not supposed to ride the clutch right. to do that but if you don't then it's really unpleasant for your passenger right yeah you're just jerking yeah right yeah <sighs> yeah um so that was that was less than ideal but one once you get moving it's so much fun. Okay. It's so much fun. You feel like you're like on the B roads and stuff. Um, it feels like you're doing a million miles an hour and it's like 30. Okay. Know? Okay. It's, it's a blast. There's, it, a, there's a lot to be said about a car that, that makes that, yeah, that speed feel fun. And it, it's so funny because I would want, you know, I've for a few years now watched those Goodwood, right. Uh, those Goodwood races where they have the minis racing against the Mustangs. Yeah, and yeah. And you see the Mustangs just like, whoa, down the straight. And then you see the Mini Coopers like bouncing. They're all right. bouncing in the corner. And you could do that on the public road. Okay. Because it's, again, you're doing the speed limit. Right. And you just carry speed through corners like crazy. Okay. And, well, I mean, it's almost as wide as it is long. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it really does, and it, this is like we made fun of this when we had Greg on uh, a long time ago. Right. Uh, but it does feel like a go-kart. Like it really, if and the driving, the technique and the line and everything right. feels, and the we- position of the wheel, yeah, which is so fucking flat, weird. Yeah, it's like a bus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. And did you, so you, I know you've driven one. I've ridden in one. I've not driven oh, okay. a classic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did it feel like it was really jerky at low no, RPMs and it, stuff? it felt really solid. Yeah, okay. I think the person had done a lot of work upgrading components. It the, the one that I rode in that a friend of mine was thinking about buying and ended up not buying it, mainly because of that steering position. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she couldn't get leverage over the wheel and it's not like you have a lot well, of power. And especially at low speed, there's no power steering. Yeah, no. It is heavy. Yeah, it yeah, is. And it's partly because of that, that yeah. leverage problem. Yeah. Right. Um, the the things that I noticed were the seats. They were basically like lawn chairs. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I think what we had to do is we had to get out we had to screw something, unscrew something, and then move it, and then screw it back in, and that was how you adjusted the seat. <laughs> but th- this person, it, it was one of those ones that was like, it's technically a 1964, but it was made in 1996. Yep. Like one of those weird ones that we get in America where yep. like you can't, like it's licensed as a something, but it's really a something else. Yeah. And yeah, who the fuck knows how all that really works. But... um. So it, it 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 still used the engine that used the same oil for the transmission and the engine. Right. It was still the combined system, which is not good. Yeah. Because turns out those things have very different requirements. <laughs> yeah. 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 
One has to deal with explosions. The yep. other one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should separate the oil for those. Huh. I don't think that's the same. Th- I don't think that's the same in this one. I could be wrong. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, I think it was changed for this one because this was a totally different engine design. No, like that's if it met a UK emission standards, yeah. if it was post smog, yes, same oil uh, and wait. transmission fluid. It's all the same thing. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, and, but I think the, the guy had made like a couple, like just little, you know, mm-hmm. upgrades to it. it. Yeah. And I, I would assume motor mounts are one of them. Yeah. Cause it, it handled really well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really did like it. The steering is amazing in it. Yeah. Um, like again, once you're moving and look at it. Yeah. Look and, at those mini mags. And those are we amazing. had, we had kids uh, in like passing us on the highway. Uh huh. That were just like waving at us, like, please look, Pluggo. Oh, okay. I'm so excited. Nice. Um, and then, you know, so we drove it. What we did, we picked it up in at Heathrow and we drove it east to the Cotswolds, which is sort of like, it's a very twee area of, of England. I don't know what twee means. What, what does twee mean? Twee means like a very adorable, like precious, like, um, you know, like, like, like it's forced or it's faked or like, it's no like um well kind of like affected I guess like an affectation or something okay but, like it's you know like doilies and tea tea parties and okay you know like, like it's making very, it's very an overt effort to be cute yeah I guess yeah okay okay um but yeah it's you know it's it's exactly what you're picturing of like thatch roofs and stone cottages and gotcha okay you know and it was it was cool it was great and it was perfect. With the mini, I would imagine, yeah. Um, but so we did that, and then uh, we did that for a day, and then we drove back uh, into London, and so I had to drive into downtown London, um, which really wasn't that bad in the mini because you're like you're tiny, right, right. Um, and the lane markings were fine, and it, and when you're in traffic, being on the wrong side of the road is not a problem because you're just following the person in front of you anyway, right, right, exactly. You know, right. Um, but we were driving. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. The big benefit to it. Yeah. And so you're driving, when you're driving into London, um, we had the windows down and you could hear people's conversations at the street corner and we could hear, you could hear people commenting on it. And I feel like if you're going to have a classic car, that's, and you don't want to piss people off. Right. That's it. Cause it's impossible to look at that and be angry at the person driving it. Yeah. Yeah, right? You just can't. Yeah, even if they were murdering a puppy inside of it, you'd be yeah. like, Meh. Man, look how cute it is. Yeah, right? Um, I will say that driving in England, there's one thing. The roundabouts are fine. They're, they're, you go the wrong way around them oh, from what yeah. you're used to. Okay, okay. Um, but that take, you. I think feel like you do one of them and you get used to it. The one thing that I will say is some bullshit is are the intersections where they have, they'll have uh traffic lights and four roads and it looks like a regular intersection okay but somebody painted a circle in the middle of it so when the lights change you still have to treat it like a traffic circle it's really fucking confusing oh it doesn't weird. make any sense at all okay that that was bullshit uh but other than that easy huh. okay really like it okay. was it was not as difficult as uh, everyone led led me to believe it was going to be okay okay um, did did you have it built up in your mind? I did a little bit. Yeah, okay. I was a little I was a little intimidated by it. And also, you know, I think it's a a thing where like 
I pride myself on being a, a pretty decent driver. Right. And I didn't want to like just make a hash of it. And, right. And represent your entire country poorly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and the podcast. You were concerned and about the podcast. representing the podcast and correctly. The podcast. Ian? Yes. I'd like to take a small interlude. Please do. To give you my I've been, first I've been just rambling. I'm FMK sorry. cars. Okay. All right. All right. Let's explain FMK cars. Okay. Okay. FMK Cars is a game Ian and I play, invented, and what is it, Ian? (laughs) It's based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill. That's what I was trying to think of. And, while, uh, while you were saying that, I was trying to figure out how to hide my screen from you. So oh, no, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll just, I'll that. face this way while okay. I explain FMK there, cards. There, there we go. Based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill, which uh. most people play with celebrities, but we don't. We play it with cars instead of people because we're nice. We are. Um, uh, so in this game, uh, three cars are presented, and then the other person has to assign fuck, which means drive it for a day. Hit it and quit it. Uh, Mary, which means it's your new daily driver, warts and all. Put a ring on it. And K, which means kill. It goes to the crusher immediately. Die, Kyle. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ian. Yes. Here's the title for this one. All right. It's called A Hat on a Hat on a Hat. Well, actually, more like a derby on a bowler that is somehow wearing a monocle. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. This is British, British, British. Okay. Ian? Yes. All right. You're going to want the messaging system for this. Okay. Take notes. All right. Let me pull up Google Images so that we can do this. All right? Yeah. Okay. First up, Ian, Mm -hmm. Jaguar E-Type. Mm-hmm. But you have to wear British schoolboy uniform. Oh, my God. Like like Angus Young in ACDC? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, they don't have a lot of free use images of British schoolboy. Look up Angus Young. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that that's good. Yeah, Angus Young. Wow, you start to type Angus Young and it's... Yeah, there we go. That's you, Ian. Yep. Okay, Angus yeah. Young. And you, your only meal you can eat is a full English breakfast with some Earl Grey tea. Also, by the way, fucking delicious. Okay. Had, had a lot of those. Full Eng- so typically that includes beans, mm-hmm. sausage. Yep. Blood sausage. Blood sausage. Bacon. Back bacon. bacon. Uh, the grilled tomato. Uh, uh, yeah, grilled tomato. Maybe an egg or two. Two eggs, yep. And a hashing, a hashed brownery. Yeah, hash brown or a potato scone. The potato scones are good. Okay. And then, a, and then some toast, yeah. Okay, I All had right. a couple of those. Yep, they were good. Okay, then up next we have an Aston Martin DB5. Ooh. Oh, actually, you know what? No, no, no. Next, you have a Mini Cooper, Ian. Okay. Okay. In this, Ian, on your face right now, you're wearing your glasses. I am. You don't have your contacts in today. Correct. Yeah. You have different glasses? Nope. No? Okay. Hmm. All right. (laughs) Hmm. I don't think so. Curiouser, curiouser. Uh, Instead of wearing glasses, you have to wear two monocles. (laughs) Okay. Two monocles. (laughs) All right. Do I say harumph a lot? Yes. And what is a a British beer? You can only drink a British beer. A British beer. Yeah. Um. We'll just say pint of the local bitter. Right. Okay. There you go. Yep. Pint of the local bitter. Okay. Okay. All right. Then. Okay. Lastly, Ian. Mm-hmm. 
Aston Martin DB5. Okay. Let me let me pull up a picture of it for the for the internet people watching. Aston Martin DB5. Yes. You <clears throat> can only dress like the Queen of England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ian, yeah, little little, <laughs> little known thing about this, Ian. Uh huh. Queen of England, there are certain things she likes to eat and certain things she doesn't. Mm-hmm. One of those things that you can never cook with if you are cooking for the queen: garlic. Is that true? It is true. She hates garlic. Did not know that. You cannot have any garlic. What? And no matter what, you always have to have a corgi on your lap. <laughs> Corgi yeah. on lap. Yep. Okay. I'm going to pull up pictures of a corgi because they're <laughs> fucking adorable. I think corgis are cute as hell. They're terrible dogs. Well, all the best dogs are horrible dogs. They're terrible dogs. I, Ian, I had basset hounds and they're not do- They're not dogs. It, <laughs> they're like pillows that you feed, Ian. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Okay. The, all right. Ian, what... We fall in love with the genetic misfits, Ian. <laughs> and it's that way with cars, too. I know. It's true. It's true. All right. So, man. So, what are you going to do, Corgi Petter? So, Just, all of these. So, I think I, have to, I think I have to marry the E-type. Okay. Even though I'm going to be dressed like Angus Young all the time. Okay. I think I have to marry I think, the E-type. I, I think you could almost pull off an Angus Young look. Look at that. Yeah. E-type in British racing green. Yeah. Uh, humana, humana. The mini, the, the two monocles would be a huge pain in the ass. Okay. All right. And then obviously with the DB5, no garlic. I can't. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. No you garlic. Like garlic? Would be, that, You're no stranger to garlic. That would be rough for me. And then also dressing like the Queen of England and have a corgi on my lap would be its own thing. You you mean a pro because that's a pro to me. Well, and I almost I I almost think that the, dressing like the Queen of England is almost better than dressing like Angus Young, and I'm going right. to explain why because okay. because I feel like if I dressed like a, an English schoolboy, some you would think like like it's just plausible enough where people would think like oh he's doing that because that's just what's in his heart. Okay. Okay. Right? All right. But dressing like the Queen of England, I feel like while you're driving a DB5 and have a corgi on your lap, right? That just seems like Mental you're either disorder. like crazy eccentric, <laughs> uh huh, or it's like oh he's doing a bit. Okay, okay, yeah. Like there you go. We'll give you a nice uh, flowered hat. So yeah, I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to for a day because the DB5 is just amazing. It is. I'm going to drive that for a day. I'm going to crush the Mini Cooper. Okay. That's All right. And you're marrying the E-Type. I'm going to marry okay. the E-Type. All right. What would you do there? Um, I would marry the DB5. I would give up garlic and replace it with ginger or something. I don't know. Extra onions, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I would always have a corgi on my lap. Are you kidding me? So that's going to be interesting when you're riding your bike. Right. Yeah. Dressed like the Queen of England. I have like just a... And a corgi. Corgi. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if I could find a way to sip tea while I was doing it, I would. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then what are you, what are you doing for a day? For a day, I'm going... Uh, for a day, I'm going Mini Cooper. Yeah. Nice. I, I mean, you have to. 
Yeah. Right? You have to, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right. So continue on. Okay. So so the Mini Cooper was awesome. I loved every second of it because it was just, even when it was acting, you know, even though when it was, it was being temperamental or whatever, or I was managing something, it was just like, this is exactly how I want to experience driving in England for the first right. time. Right. Yeah. You're in it. You're having an authentic experience. My very patient wife, on the other hand, uh-huh. said that she put it to me like after we had dropped the car off and gotten made it into London and everything. She was like, I am super glad that we did that, but I am more glad that it's over. Okay. She just said she spent the entire time going like, it's going to break down. We're not going to figure, we're not going to have any roadside assistance. We're not going to know what's going to, you know, we're not going to be able to fix it. You know, right. She just was very stressed out the whole, the whole time. And it's part of it is that it's so, you know, it's an old car and like the transmission whines like a race car and you can hear the gears mash. You can, there's, there's more noises and, 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 you know, vibrations coming through the car than right. you, you have in a modern car. Um, and I think it kind of freaked her out a little bit. Okay. Um, but I, I thought it was a blast. Certainly a more visceral experience than anything she's ever driven. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I, I absolutely love it and I want one in my life. It's just so happy of a car. I so I I have a question. If you were to, if you were to have the choice between something like this, like an actual authentic Mini Cooper, mm-hmm. or say like a Mini Cooper with a VTEC swap, which is a really popular thing to do, yeah. What would you pick? Would you pick that super authentic experience, or would you pick some extra power in a in a pretty authentic shell? You know, I I don't I think. I, I think I would pick the VTEC because I don't think the engine itself is, I don't think that has that much to do with the experience. Okay. Like it's, it's, it's the, 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 the way that it feels underneath you. Right. Is, is what the majority of that is. So okay. I would sacrifice a little bit of the personality and the quirkiness right. For right. some reliability, for sure. If or, I owned it, or or at least you'd want to try the VTEC first to make sure it like it, it still delivered what you were looking for. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure yeah. it would with right. twice as much power. Right. I mean, or three times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would be that would be a blast in that car. Right. And it's just it's it's the the dimensions of it and how light it feels. Right. Once you're once you're rolling, um, and you know the, the way it turns in and the way it it communicates to you that's what makes it special so the engine i do wouldn't bother me it would i don't think like oh you know you have to be super pure about it okay yeah yeah no i was just trying to figure out like where you land on that kind of stuff yeah yeah no i I, I, i've seen some of the v the there was one on bring a trailer recently yeah it went for like 20 grand yeah for good reason a lot of work goes into them yes absolutely i i would i would love to drive a vtex swap mini oh yeah are you kidding me come on but yeah i i loved every second of it and i i am super glad that we did that instead of like you know, Ford Focus or similar, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, which is what I had rented for Edinburgh. You did, you did. So we, uh, we, our next stop after, so in London we didn't have a car, 
but we went to Edinburgh and then uh, rented a car from there and went uh, off and explored Isle of Skye um, for like nearly a week. We were out for like five days. And I had rented a Ford Focus or similar and arrived to find a 2017 uh, Seat Leon FR. Those are fantastic cars. So that is uh, a Volkswagen Golf. Sort of, yeah. It's on the MQB platform. So okay. it's the same thing that underpins the Golf and the Jetta right. and the, even up to the um, the SUV thing that we saw. The Oh, yeah. the the Oh, the one I'm not allowed to say, right? Because it's new and no one's said it to me publicly? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. No one who actually knows how it's pronounced. Yeah. No, it was the Atlas, right? Atlas. No, that's the big one. Yeah, that has the same platform. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're all in the MQB. Okay. Um, so um, I will say I've driven, you know, this generation MQB um, Jetta and Passat and all that. This is uh, by far the best interior. Really? Of them. Okay. I'm going to look for pictures of the interior. Okay. And it's right. and it's more just that it's um, it, it's very recognizable as Volkswagen. Okay. But there are just enough that's little... A that's an old one, too. Um, there are just enough little quirks and changes to it. Like, it had this, like, great red stitching everywhere, which was part of the FR trim package. Okay. Um, that it just... And, and the materials just all feel nice. It was really well done, and okay. I loved the way it looked. Oh, it looks fantastic, and it drives awesome. Okay, okay. It we had it on some like really uh, twisty back roads. Sure, and it changes direction better than, um, I mean, a lot of sports cars I've ever driven. Like, okay. it, it's just so happy to change direction. Okay, um, it's fantastic. And it's just front wheel drive? It's front wheel drive. Turbo, non? Yep. Uh, turbo, I believe it was the one point, I think it was the 1.4 that okay. I had. Okay. Um, it's pretty quick. It's okay. not fast, but it's it's pretty quick. The six speed was great. Okay. Um, the brakes were great. I really liked the steering, especially in sport mode. Um, and yeah, I, it could have been, it could have been fast. It, it could be faster for sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, I really like that car. Okay. Like a lot. Like if we could get it here, I would consider replacing the Saab with it. Okay. Okay. It's, it was fantastic. Um, and it's, you know, cheaper than the Volkswagens and it's better, I think. Okay. It's better than any Jetta that I've driven for sure. Okay. Um, oh, and it had Android Auto. Oh, nice. Okay. Which, again, yeah. Why even bother with infotainment systems? Exactly. People? Just do that. Right. It's so much nicer, especially being overseas. You know, when you're going down roads, you don't understand. It's nice yeah. to be able to just use your phone because I had data for overseas and I could just use my phone. Right. It was great. Um. So yeah, that was my review of all my cars I got. I like that. I like that. Which brings me to my FMK cars. Okay. It's going to be a big shock. Oh, what could this be? We talked about three cars before. Yeah. Huh. Dacia Duster. Okay. Mini Cooper. Uh-huh. Seat Leon. I, I have to kill the Dacia. I yeah, mean, I think, I think that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
I mean, the obvious choice is to is to f the Mini Cooper, right? Right. You know, I mean, like that's that's what you'd pick. But where do I live in this scenario? Here in Denver? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Get, give me some. Uh, give me some location affinity here, buddy. Hmm. Yeah. Give me. Uh, give me some geometry. Yeah. Let's say that you with the Seat. You live in London. Okay. And then with the Mini Cooper, you live off a very technical, twisty road in Scotland. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch, switch it up on you. Okay. So with the Mini Cooper, I live in Scotland. Yeah. With great back roads everywhere. Right. Say, uh, You're in the London. city. Mm. Yeah. I mean, then I, I have to marry the Mini. Yeah. I you know? So. Yeah. What if I reverse the locations? I would have to marry the Seat. Really? Okay. Yeah, I would have to marry the Seat. Okay. Yeah. Even though the Mini would be great in the city because it is a Mini. Yeah. Right? But dealing with quirks in stop-and-go traffic right. versus dealing with quirks like when you're out on a nice drive yeah. are two different things. I, th- I think dealing with them in stop-and-go traffic is way more frustrating. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, it... When when I hear when I think of stop and go traffic or congestion, I like my immediate priority is that the car needs to be a nice place to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Those Mini Cooper seats would probably suck. Yeah. Like sitting in traffic for an hour. Yeah. I mean, we weren't in the car that long. Um, we did we put about we put nearly three hundred miles on that car in, okay. in twenty four hours. Um and with all sorts of things, central London to sure. motorway to A road to B road, uh-huh. we did all of it. Um, and it really, it really, I don't think we, it didn't feel that uncomfortable, honestly. Okay. It wasn't that bad. This thing, uh, the Seat, we put over a thousand miles on. Okay. In five days. And it, it was just, it was perfect everywhere. Like okay. it didn't miss a beat. It was super comfortable. Okay. The seats were great. Um yeah. It's it's it would be a good car to marry. And okay. it's a wagon. It's super right. practical and yeah. and well made. Yeah. Yeah. Wish we could get them here. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'd always I'd always heard that the Seats were supposed to be shitty. Uh they were supposed to be the cheaper kind of like you know, cut budget version of the Volkswagen. I, I I think that was the case like late nineties, early two thousands, but right. I think they really turned it around. Yeah. It was, it was really fantastic. Nice. Like it was really, honestly, probably the best, you know, that area of the market car I've driven in a, in a while. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And unfortunately it's forbidden fruit. Absolutely. That's too bad, buddy. Yeah. Uh, all right. What yes. else we got? Um, uh, we also went car. I also went karting. Yeah. Talk to me about all your karting trips. So, um, I, whenever I travel, I, if I have time, I try to go karting because I think it's fun to go see what the, the local, right. Local flavor of the kart track is. And, um, so I went in Reykjavik. First. Oh yeah. So first here's the, here's the Iceland one where you got to drive this crazy thing. Yeah. I got to drive their drift trike. Uh-huh. Um, uh, cause I was the only one there. Uh-huh. That showed up. It was a Sunday and it was a slow day. Uh, also, I love this torn down car in the back. Yeah. There was all these like project cars all just scattered around this place. This is what the employees are working on in their free time. Um, well, I think there was a, I think there's a body shop like next door and then oh, there was okay. also some like storage 
Like there was a, a an old drift project outside. Okay. Uh, an old RX-7 that someone had had hacked up to make into a drift car. Okay. Um, and, but, and some other random shit around. Th- so I promoted you to senior VP of global marketing. Yes. Because you put it, you got a team clear. Well, you gave them a sticker. Yeah. And, and then they, they sent me that put picture on the cart. Yeah. yeah. They That's sent me that fantastic. picture. Yeah. Um, so it, if you're in Iceland, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, who, who were your buddies there that you talked to? Oh, you're going to ask me that. And I, I wrote that. I wrote them down because okay. I knew I would forget. I'm not, I'm not picking hard. my nose. Twitch, I'm I'm scratching in case you see it on the camera. From um, angle. And I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of both of these. I would expect nothing but Einar and Thorgir, Thorgir, Thorgir. Um, they were they were both really great. Okay. Um, they raced with me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For my race session that I bought, I did okay. like a thirty minute race session with them. Sure. Those carts were uh they were a blast. They were. They were pretty fast. They were gas powered. Okay. Indoor, outdoor? Indoor. Okay. <coughs> the track was really uh pretty technical. It was a it was a pretty well laid out track. Uh, okay. That was a lot of fun. A lot of different, like good mix of like fast sweepers and really tight. So there was one really tight section. Did you get a map uh, of the track? Um no. Oh, okay. Um I just did it, yeah, uh-huh. a couple times, and it was fine. Okay, and then, uh, but the floor was really weird because it was like polished in some spots. Oh, okay, and then broken up in others, so that generated more grip. So you had to also kind of learn the floor. Oh, wow, a little okay. bit like the surface changed throughout the lap. Yeah, um, which made it pretty interesting. Like there was one section that's just super slippery, and it was the tightest section of the of the track. Okay, so it's really hard to carry speed through there. It was. It it was really interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, I had a blast. Um, uh, Thorgair especially was super fast. Okay. Um, and I could not catch him. Okay. Um, except in one section of the track, I was faster than him. And uh, we were talking afterwards and I was like, man, you're quick. And he was, he's, he has that driving style of like being sideways in the cart and okay. still pulling away from you, which is really frustrating. Uh, right, right. Um, but I was like, you know, except for that one section, I think I was faster than you there. And he was like, I know you were. It drove <laughs> me crazy. I couldn't figure out why you were faster. I was like, oh. Okay. Uh, so that was a ton of fun. And then afterwards, I was, you know, I gave him stickers and was like, oh. Right. And I co-host podcast. And and so they brought me out to the back and showed me that they had, uh, like, a friend of the owner or something had, it's in this, it's in that one. Oh, okay. Um, had has the only skyline in Iceland oh, stored wow. in their back. Um, oh, whoops. I'm not doing this right. No, you're not. You got to hit the little arrow yeah. that pops up. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. There we and go. it was Love really it. tight in there because it's surrounded by RVs. So that was the best picture. Oh, I okay. Could, I'm okay. like backed up against an RV. To oh, take yeah. There's pictures. one in front of it. Yeah. But it's an R33 uh, yeah. skyline. That's really cool. Um, are, isn't it amazing how small those are when you get up to them? Yeah. I mean, they're about the size of a 240. Yeah, they are. They are yeah. small. Um, and then, yeah, they let me drive the drift trike and that was, that's fantastic. Hilarious. Yeah. It was so funny. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just a trike with a go-kart engine on the back and then the back, the wheels have like this hard black plastic over them. So okay. no grip. Okay. And, and is it a throttle like a motorcycle? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So it's just 
it's really fun. That's fantastic. Yep. Uh, so yeah, thank you to those guys. And that was, you know, a, obviously an experience that I would never have if I didn't go go-karting. Right. And right. they were, you know, they were like, you know, you're by yourself. Yeah. When I walked in. Yeah. Um, party of one. Yeah. Yeah. Team clear coat. Yeah. Party of one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and let me, hold on. Let me look up the, uh, oh wait, uh, that other picture had the, the name of the place on it. Yeah. It is go-kart Broughton. Gokart.is. Yes, gokart.is. Um, yeah, if you Google Gokart's Reykjavik, it's the only place that comes up. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, so go go visit those guys. Go drive that track. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Um, and a lot of fun. Go and, in the middle of the week on your own, and maybe you get to drive the trike. Yeah, maybe. That's awesome. Um, so then I, I went again in London, and uh, I drove with, uh, again, a uh, so this place was uh, called Team Sport. Okay. Um, Team Sport Karting Tower y- Bridge. Yep. And gas or electric? These were electric. Okay. Oh yeah, here they are getting plugged in and charging. <laughs> yep. Okay. They, they were electric, and again, um, they w- didn't really know what to do with me when I walked in because this place is geared towards groups. Okay. Like right. corporate events and stuff like that. Sure. Sure. And I just walked in off the street, didn't call or anything. Right. And. Uh, so I had to, they, I kind of waited around for a few minutes and then they were like, we're going to send an employee up to drive with you. Okay. And you'll just be on the up on the upper level, uh, track. So they have two floors and then they, they're, the tracks are both multi-story. So you do, oh, wow, which is crazy. I've never done that before. Yeah. So I got to go up, uh, you, you kind of go down this big ramp. Okay. Uh, which is right over, you can see it in this picture. Okay. Here. So you, oh, that's what, no, that's where you come up. Okay. So you go down at the end of this straight all the way to the right here. Okay. And then at the bottom of that, it's tile. Oh, wow. It's a tile floor. Okay. Which is really yeah. super slippery. Like you're just yeah. completely sideways through there. Yeah. You're like uh, Tom Cruise in Risky Business <laughs> yes. sliding into frame in your socks and undies and dress shirt. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. And then you come up this ramp here, which is plywood. Uh, yeah, I was going to say this floor looks like it's wood. It's wood. So yeah. it's really tricky. Okay. Like the, the grip levels are really low. Yeah. Um, but the carts are still pretty fast electric carts. Okay. Um, so it's it was a, it took a few laps at least to really adjust to it. Like it, 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 it took a while to get the most out of it. Like, okay. And basically the move is you just pile into the corner as fast as you can and let the understeer scrub it off and, and just wait till it grips up and go. Okay. Um, because like getting a breaking point right on a floor that that's so that right, inconsistent right. is like not going to happen. Um, so what was fun though, is that I kept getting closer and closer to Mustafa as we were doing the, the racing. And then on the last race and I was like, kind of get, I was, touching top time of the week like getting close to it right and then um the last race uh we were going down that ramp and i was thinking to myself like i think i have a better line through him than him through the tiles okay and uh and and i was close that lap and i just like snuck up the inside of him and i could hear him shout what no (laughs) (laughs) and then at the at the end he got out of his car and he was like Nobody has ever pipped me there. 
He said, wow. He said, I've never been past there. Okay. Not there on that track. And he, he said he was like, I'm never going to forget this. Yeah. <laughs> and he went into the back room and brought me a trophy that they give to people for like the big corporate events. Okay. He's like, don't tell the people at the front desk I gave this to you because I'm not supposed to. You earned it. And I like had smashed the top time of the week. It okay. was like the highlight of my time in London. It was fucking awesome. Nice. Um, and nice. then in Edinburgh, it wasn't as much fun. It was geared towards kids. And I was there along with a giant school group of like 12 year olds. <laughs> Oh, Ian. Uh, so that was a little weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you beat the shit out of them? <laughs> well, I was just, just by like, myself. You were just shoving their faces. No, I was by myself because they were them. all in the kids' carts. Uh-huh. And then I was the only one in the adult carts. Right. Um, just driving to sad trombone music. Yeah. And I like couldn't put a good lap together. I was like really frustrated with the way I was driving. Yeah, the kids were throwing you off. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, do I look like a child molester? I don't know. <laughs> Why they're making you go by yourself. Yeah. But again, yeah. it was like one of those things, like every place I went, it was like, I think that I walked in the door and people were like, so you're here by yourself by yourself while you're on vacation with your wife? Like, right. what, what are you yeah. doing here? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I, I mean, we've been over that people don't quite know how to handle us. Yeah. In the podcast community, yeah. in the automotive media community. Yeah. In the automotive enthusiast community. Well, and but that extends to, you know, life. I was going to say, meat space. Yeah. Just all of it. Absolutely. You and me. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So. We're sure. here. Yeah. Now what do we do? Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, and, and, and I do want to say, so I did mention that my wife was very patient. That didn't extend to the carting thing. She thought it was stupid that I went carting while I was on vacation, but we had engineered in uh, solo days. Okay. Which I highly recommend for any couples that go on vacation together. For that quantity of time, certainly. Yeah. A solo day on a vacation is awesome. Okay. All right. It's great. Okay. And, and she, she enjoyed herself uh, while I was carting. So. Okay. Yeah. That's it. All I'm right. Sorry. I'm sorry I talked about my vacation the entire time. Ian, that's what this show is for. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So, okay. All right, so well, to redeem myself, let me do another quick FMK Cars for you. Okay, yeah. See, the, the thing is you don't need to redeem yourself for anything. You went on a trip and you need to talk about it. That's, that's the true. thing. All right. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna do the first three cars I saw in London that were just noteworthy to me. Okay, yeah, sure. The first three things that caught your eye. The first three things caught my eye. Okay, as we were driving in. Sure, sure. And these were all around, right around our uh, our our hotel that I saw. Okay, all right. I'm just gonna make sure. Yep, the internet can see what I'm about to Google. Okay. R33 Skyline, oh, which I yeah. think I had put a picture of the white skyline yeah. on our Instagram as well. Yep. Yeah, it was the second R. I've never seen an R33 in person before. Yeah. And then I saw two within like three days of each other. Yeah. Um, God, look at it. They're really cool looking. I really okay. like I really like that generation too. Yeah. I think it's the best looking one. The 34 is my absolute pinnacle. Yeah. Um, then I saw an Aston Martin Rapide. Oh, actually, there yeah. Was Two of them parked across the street from each other, and they were thro- they were throwing gray poupon at each other. I think so. They yeah, were, they were in an expensive mustard fight. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I saw the thing that blew your mind. Yeah. 
the Volkswagen Phaeton yeah. diesel. Yeah. Diesel. TDI. That's the other thing about car spotting in Europe. The badges. Yeah. The, they go crazy with the badging in Europe. Yeah, they love... They put a badge on a badge on a badge. Yeah. Yeah. It's a three-liter TDI. Yep. Four motion. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What would look best with a bike rack on it? <laughs> I think the repeat, right? I think you're right. I just want to make you crush a Phaeton. Whenever I can... Be, oh, and I got to put a dollar in the tip jar. Oh, yeah. I'll do it. That's just me. So yeah. we have a thing going. We're going to... We have an automotive swear jar. And we, we do. Have a few phrases that if we say them on the show, we yep. put a dollar in it. And at the end of the year, we're going to um, donate it to some charity or something. Yes, we are. We haven't really decided yet. I, I, I did find a, a car-centric charity that specializes in giving cars, uh, fixing and repairing cars for uh, veterans. Oh, perfect. So, yeah. So, I'll see if I can find that again. Yeah. Okay. So, something like that. Yeah. Um, but the Phaeton is a tr- trigger warning word yeah. for swear jar. Um, I think I'm going to marry the Aston Martin. Yes. And put a bike rack on it. <laughs> and, okay, it, it, I have a little rant about bike, ra- bike racks. Go figure. Mm-hmm. But, so we'll get to that in a second. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna marry the Aston Martin because it's a four door Aston Martin, Ian. Right. Right. I can have an old man sedan that is British and unreliable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Then I have to f the skyline, mm-hmm. and that means I have to kill the Volkswagen Phaeton. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. I hate to kill a TDI Phaeton. But that's what I have to do. I mean, I would imagine that's a heavy-ass car. That car weighs over 5,000 pounds, I think. Yeah. I bet the the 3-liter TDI cannot move that very well. No, I'm sure you know? it doesn't. I'm sure yeah. it doesn't. But if you're just in London traffic all the right. time. Right, tootling, yeah. yeah. And right. with, you know, fuel is $6, six dollars something yeah. a gallon. It cost me at one point like $70 to fill up the, the Seat. Okay. It was expensive. Yeah. yeah. So that's why people would go diesel there. But I think the London mayor is about to ban diesel. Oh, wow. We'll do that as a talk about the next uh, next show. But uh, yeah. So so my quick rant about bike racks is that I saw somebody with a Toyota Camry commuting appliance mm-hmm. that had a bike rack on it. So you're in Colorado. I think they put one on your car at the border. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had uh, uh, an extension ladder on the top and a couple other things uh-huh. and you know is stra- strapped to the roof rails like I've done with stuff like from Home Depot and stuff before but like a lot of people think that they need a pickup truck because of the one thing they have to haul a year right like a roof rack for your car is way more utilitarian than you think it is it doesn't just haul right. bikes like it can safely haul tons of stuff instead of like trying to wedge the ladder so it's coming out of your trunk or something right, like that right right and like, if you have an, a slightly older car, you can find a roof rack on Craigslist, cheap, and you can like, if you have to move a ladder every now and then or something like that, something kind of oblong, dude, if you're remodeling a house, you know, or building something, roof rack is really worth it, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you don't want it on there, you take it off. They're not that, that bad to take off. So right. I saw, you know, a hero in a Toyota Camry. <laughs> 
which is not a sentence I thought I'd say when I woke up this morning. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's, that's what I would do. What would you do? Because you, you don't live in a roof rack world. No, I don't. Um, I'm a a zoom in on this Aston Martin zoom. I think I would also crush zoom in on the the Volkswagen. Okay. And I think I would uh, zoom in on, I think I would marry the, the, the skyline. I'd marry the R33. Okay. Yeah. And drive the Aston Martin for a day. Zoom in on the quarter panel vent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you drive the Aston for a day. Yeah. Who are the three people you would put in the Aston? Any three people? Yeah. Any three people. Because it's a four seater. Hmm. You're driving around for a day. Yeah. Anywhere you want. Hmm. Let's say you got to fill those seats. Okay. I can put anyone in there. Anyone. Well, my wife is definitely not making the cut. <laughs> I'll just say that. All the surviving members of Gore. Yeah, I, <laughs> don't, I, I, I just I don't know. Uh, um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah? That's a tough one. Really? Yeah. Who, give me some of the top, the front runners. Who, what's the list you're trying to cull? I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like people I would just want to hang out with. Right. I would say James Murphy from okay. LCD Sound System. Okay. I feel like he would be a good just driving, driving around talking person. Okay. Maybe Seinfeld. That'd be fun. Okay. All right. And then, um, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. And then maybe we'll I'll put Trump in there and then I'll, I'll just drive us all off of fucking bridge and then they'll <laughs> fix everyone's problems. I don't know. I got nothing. Can't spring that on me. Uh, what Ian, would you do? I would I would pick uh I'd pick my boo. Yeah. See you're gonna go you're gonna go sentimental on me and now I'm gonna look like an asshole again. Well <laughs> <laughs> I'm not then, saying that's your fault. It's just And then two probably two corgis in the back. <laughs> All right, All right Ian. Yes. Uh, I I have two of my eyes that we can talk about. Okay. This is a long show, but who it cares? It is a long show. Who Sorry, cares? everybody. Uh, Sorry, it was just me rambling. So I saw a I saw a, a bro driving a car. Okay. All right. He was in front of me. All right. He was driving a Toyota Venza. Oh, Ian. interesting. A bro in a Venza? A bro in a Venza. I think it was his parents. It was a very youthful bro. A Vens bro? A Vens bro. A Vens bro. It was a Vens bro. So, and it was white, just like this one that I pulled up a picture of. Okay. Okay. All right. And so he's driving along. I was in. How could you tell he was a bro from the back? I, I, I later found out. Oh, okay. All right. And and when when you see what transpired, you will know he was bro. Oh. Okay. So he was in the left hand lane. I'm driving down uh, Monaco, going south. Uh, yep. Down past like Yale, down okay. that way, right? And it goes to three lanes there each way, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe three lanes south. But so I was in the center lane, just getting past like Quebec and stuff, you know? And uh, not Quebec, um, oh, shoot, like that Cherry Creek Drive. You right, know? I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Cherry Creek Road. And uh, so heading south, center lane, Venza's uh, a little bit ahead of me in the left-hand lane. 
and I see it, I see it suddenly jerk to the right a little bit. Uh-huh. Bro, I guess, was texting ah. and ran into the curb, you know, curbed it as he was driving at, you know, 45 miles an hour, right? And so I was like, oh God, like this guy's fucking texting and driving, you know, like I'm, I need to get away from him. So uh, he just kind of like, it just keeps driving, mm-hmm. you know, and it, traffic is such that I get to a, I get to a point where I can get in front of him and stop at a stoplight. Pulls up behind me, mm-hmm. right? Thankfully stops. Yeah. Unlike what someone in a fucking Toyota Highlander did in my sub. Yeah. But anyway, pulls up behind me, right? Stops. He's got like a, a bro beanie on, a bro beanie hat, mm-hmm. right? Probably, yep. you know, North Face or something. Yeah. Looking in the in the rear view mirror, like fixing his hat, like making sure like just the right amount of hair is like coming out of it. Perfect. Right? Yeah. Just like do, doing that. And then just kind of like, you know, bopping along for a second while we're waiting at this red light. And then rolls down the window, turns the wheel of the car to look to see if, if there's any damage. Uh-huh. Right? And then just kind of looks and then rolls up the window, turns the wheel back and on we go. <laughs> I, I love, I love that he went for his beanie and his hair first <laughs> and the wheel of the car. You could, you could tear the sidewall of the tire, blow it out oh my God. and fucking kill somebody from hitting a curb. That, that is a real, like, that's not like an over-exaggeration. Yeah. You could easily do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hit a curb, blow out a tire, yeah. fucking murder somebody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, nope, gotta like check that hair, make sure just the couple locks, <laughs> couple bro locks are coming out. Vensbra. Vensbra. The Vensbra. Yeah. yeah, so I, I saw Vensbra. I really want to know the, the circumstances which lead a, a, a bro to land in a Venza. Yeah, he, he, he looked like one of the youth, youth bros, one mm-hmm. of the youthful bros, so maybe it was a... It was a, a secondhand car. A parental Venza unit. Uh, yeah. parental Venza dispatch. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, the, the other, uh, my eyes that I had is I took my first ride when I was in Orlando. I took my first ride in a, uh, Uber X, uh-huh. uh, because the Orlando airport is up to some bullshit and you can't get a lift at the Uber airport right. or, or at the, did I just say the Uber airport? Yeah. At the Orlando airport, you can't get a lift or a regular Uber. You can only get an Uber X. Uber Uber X is is what you're thinking of when you mean regular Uber. You uh, mean black oh, car. You can only get the black car. You can only get the black or Uber Express. Okay. Select. So you can only get like the next tier up. Yeah, it's right? Uber Select yeah. or Uber Black Car. What? Yeah. So yeah. you can only like basically you're spending some money. Yeah. Unless you want a goddamn taxi. Yeah, I right? experienced the same thing at the Orlando Airport last time I was there. Yeah. So I ordered the Uber. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, let's see. I think his name was uh, Francisco. Okay. Shows up in a Lincoln Town car. Nice. Right. Nice. When was the last time you rode in a Lincoln Town car? You? I think the last time I was in Orlando. In Orla- <laughs> Maybe it was Francisco. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. yeah. So Francisco was exactly what you think an Uber driver in Orlando was uh-huh. just giant watch. Yep. We were, you know, just, you know, it, uh, that hand on the steering wheel at 12 o'clock. Yep. Right. Yep. We're going two miles under the speed limit in the left hand lane on the highway. Perfect. And I'm in heaven. Yeah. Ian, just in the back legs crossed. Yo, in the nice. Backseat. Ooh, comfy. Yeah. Plenty of room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, you know, arm up on the, on the seat. Just, 
Yeah. This, this is, is only it. costing me $95. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's not even offering me bottled water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I had a Lincoln town car experience and it, it's been a long time. Yeah. They are yeah. nice. I mean, they're, yeah, they can be nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you look at it and it's like, yeah. Okay. Lincoln. Like right. I see what you were doing back then, because even back then, like we were talking about with, uh, Andrew mm-hmm. at the Denver Auto Show. Yeah. It they were given a pool of money that was slightly smaller than what they really needed. Yeah. And they still made a car with it. Yeah. And it's still evident back then. Mm-hmm. You know, the wood the wood the wood quote unquote yeah. wood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, those those are those are my my stories. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, at least uh I got some legit Cuban food in uh Orlando. <sighs> that's good. Yeah, whenever I'm in Orlando, it's for a conference that I'm not allowed to like leave, and they do like all the meals and stuff. So I don't, uh, I don't get to do that. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, anyway, Ian. Yes, I think this has been our show. I think that this has been our show. We've been reunited. We have been, and it feels so good. It feels so good. Sing it, Ian. Don't, don't sing no, it. I'm not gonna sing. Yeah, it. that's a bad idea. All right, Ian. Yes. Where can people go to find out stuff about you and me? teamclearcoat.com you know what you don't have on teamclearcoat.com what don't I have there links to all of our stuff like our Instagram I do our personal stuff oh our personal stuff well I have links to our Twitter accounts you certainly do and I have a link to your Instagram do you I believe I do I will double check that. Is that one of the Easter eggs? I was tr- I was no. trying to find Easter eggs on the website. I they only have the two so far. Yeah, I think I put in I put in what what did I put in? I put in uh grumpy. Uh-huh. Um oh. I put in uh go the fuck to sleep. Um I really want to get a, a a good 404 page. Yeah. I feel like a good 404 page is something Makes that a we really need. Yeah. That that yeah. I mean, come on, look at us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think it's just gonna be the what gift of I- you going. <laughs> and, yeah. Shaking your head. There you go. The, the Buick egg car. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's our 404 page. Yeah. Yep. Make it happen. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Use that computer. Do the thing with yeah. the thing in yeah. the place. Yeah. Ian. Yes. Steve. All right. So go to teamclearcut.com for all, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. If you're hanging with us, thank you. Yes. Thank right. you for listening to me talk about my vacation. This was essentially the 2017 equivalent of come over and look at my slideshow. <laughs> look at my slides from, from, from my Hawaii vacation. Maui. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And here's our taxi driver. His name was Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what this show was. So right. I apologize. Why would you apologize? See, that's the thing you don't need to do at the end. Well, the reason it's a cliche about the, the reason the, the, the slideshow thing is a joke cliche is that nobody enjoyed going over to their neighbor's house to see the slideshow. Just get in the gravy, man. Just live in it. It's fine. All right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. I like fine. It. I don't apologize for anything. There you go. That's what if I you like. You didn't like it. I don't care. There you go. I do care. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so rate and review us on iTunes. We would love for that to happen. Please do that. Please do that. Send yeah. us an email. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Clearcoat at gmail.com. We have some emails and some FMK cars and we're going to get to them next time. Yep. And there we go. All right. All Ian. Right. Hi, Dave. Play, play, play us out. Ian. Oh, um, well, goodbye. <laughs>